Okay. I came to Paris yesterday to meet a gentleman called Henry who was walking from Holland to Paris with a wheelbarrow full of earth for UNESCO. That's another story. And I was fortunate enough to meet a lady called Sigler. Sigler um, lives at Damona community in Italy, which is where I've been hoping to go to recently. And Sigler um, has got a project where she has an earth phone, which is quite unique and very special. And we're sitting in a public garden space in the city of Paris right now, where she has it set up. Um, so Sigler, um, Please, can you tell me immediately about the Earth Telephone, please? Sure. Um, the Earth Telephone was inspired by the walk of Henry, as you said, to give back the Earth to the Earth. And this was um, creating enthusiasm in me to make something which attracts people's attention in a simple way that uh, people have some reference to communicate with nature because nature communication and also making music with nature actually is my passion and is what I do in different different ways for uh, um, as my daily activities so to say and I also um, work with nature and uh, the music of nature in uh, energy healings that I give and this was actually uh, something that comes forth from that um, work. It, it works like this, that uh, it's based, it works with the technology of the music of the plants, which is a technology that has um, uh, his, its roots, so to say, 45 years ago in the community of Damanhur. He started experimenting with technology that helps, uh, that enables plants to um, to do things that they are normally not capable of doing, like moving a little cart, uh, putting themselves in the sun rather than in the shade, uh, opening a, a tap to give themselves water, opening a little gate or closing it, and also making music. And the reason that people started making this technology is because of the knowledge that uh, nature is intelligent. And it's much more intelligent than just opening the gate and, and, and also making music. But um, the intelligence and the, the immense wisdom of plants is something that we kind of intuit, but we are not so much in contact with it anymore as time ago and let's hope also time in the future because that's also why we're making this installation to hope to reconnect people to nature. The music of the plants uh, works with uh, measuring the electricity resistance, the electrical resistance of a plant it works basically on the same principle as the lie detector. So it sends like a microscopic um, electric current through a biological body, which enables it to measure the fluctuations in uh, electrical resistance. And when there are fluctuations, it's translated into a MIDI note, and which is combined with a, a very tiny synthesizer inside of the machine, which creates uh, musical notes that we can hear. So we can choose with this machine, we can choose, for instance, to 
hear the guitar sound or a piano sound or a xylophone but the basic is like the midi note which is 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 generated based on the fluctuations in in the biological body of the plant and the interesting thing is why did we choose to make something with music and sound well in nature nature communicates also through sound there is like something which is only exists for a decade now decade now in uh, scientific research it's um uh, how it's it's called um, bioacoustics it's a field of research that studies how plants between them communicate with, sa with, with sound. Also the root tips make sounds and uh, we already know like, that the trees uh, communicate also with, uh, with all kinds of substances that come from their, uh, their leaves. Also very famous is also the discovery of the mycelium network of between the, the trees of the plants, like the, the, co the collaboration between the trees and the, and the fungus. And also another thing which has been actually discovered in the last decade is that trees and plants have senses, even much more, many more senses than human senses, but also they have the capacity to hear. There are certain uh, scientific researches also that have, for instance, proven that plants respond to certain sounds. For instance, plants have defense mechanisms since they are like still on one place they cannot run away but they have to find a way to survive also if they are in dangerous situations so they have like their chemical uh, defense mechanisms which they create like chemical substances uh, in their leaves like for instance if a caterpillar is munching a leaf they will create this chemical substance that the caterpillar doesn't like or it's even um, dangerous to him so it will go away and this research has shown that if we play a sound of a caterpillar munching a leaf already the tree starts making the same substance so that's to give an example also there is other examples of flowers that can uh, perceive the vicinity of bees because their flower petals start vibrating so they hear the vicinity of the, of the bees uh, vibrations and they are making uh, nectar which is uh, like to to further uh, attract them in order for them to take their nectar and also again for their survival so this music of the plants actually we have done a lot of experimentation with it also with musicians but also in uh, with the practitioners of different kinds and doctors to that plants alter their melodies when uh, they have the feedback of the own music that they make and when they listen also to melodies that are played with musician by musicians so this is how I really fell in love with the music of the plants. Like I have been a singer from since I was um, young, and I also in Holland I worked as a singer with storytelling for children. And I came to the community of Damner ten years ago, and I learned about there about the music of the plants device and I was a little bit skeptical because I also have a scientific background I am a, I, uh, uh, 
I have a, a did a master study at the, um, at the University of Technology in Holland. So I had been working as an engineer for several years, and I thought, of course, you can, you can hear the music, you can make everything sing. But what's really the relevance of it? I mean, if it's just like a sort of gadget, it's like a sort of funny thing. And uh, I'm yeah. sorry, could I interrupt? Of you're course, you're, talk, yeah. you're speaking very well. Thank you. Um, from an outsider's point of view, when I came yesterday to see Henry, I was asked if I'd heard plants at all. So I picked up the telephone, not knowing what to expect, and I heard music, but as you said, notes and sounds, but not as we would normally put them together in, in a, an enjoyable way, because this is how the plant is behaving. Now, the plant isn't actually making those sounds, but it's mm. the um, electrical waves or microscopic electrical waves yeah, yeah. that you've translated into different notes yes. for us to audibly understand what yeah. is happening with a tree. Yeah. So hopefully we can get a, 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 a sound check of it later yeah. on, yes, hopefully okay. using this recorder. Um, so what device have you used to translate the electrodes into music. I, I think it looks like an iPod in a wooden case that you've yeah, made. Yeah. Um, but you have a dragon clip, which is actually clipped onto the leaf of a plant, and that dragon clip is take is sensing those yeah. microscopic electrical signals. Yeah, there is uh, there is um, a cable we, um, with one end going into the ground. And a pin into that measures the um, the voltage of the of the ground, and the other one uh, mes measures the the leaf, and through and that creates a circuit between this machine and the plant, and uh, in this circuit the electrical resistance of the plant is measured, and uh, the device which is called a bamboo, and it's actually um, it's a device which. Uh, is uh, is produced at this moment by a by a company that I collaborate with, um, and which is based on this technology that has been starting the development already like over 40 years ago, and it's it looks like a, a, a little smartphone, and in in this device uh, the electrical. Uh, resistance is translated into MIDI and with a little chip of a synthesizer it's translated into music. Really superb and you set it up in this public garden so that people can walk along and when I when I first arrived um, uh, it looked like a mother and her daughter and her baby were interested in what was happening. You've got a display with some hessian sack, sacking cloth, um, the telephone looking like it's almost like a kiosk and some symbols for the voice and the heart, music, hand, sight, uh, smell, ears and a mouth. And you've got a pamphlet as well hanging up with information. Um, is that written in Dutch or in, in, in French? It's in French, in English and in Dutch. It's Superb. Uh, what was interesting me is, I haven't listened to it yet today, but does it sound, I think you were saying that it does sound different to what it sounded like yesterday. What was the plant you had it clipped to yesterday? Uh, yesterday it was a Hortensia. I think it's, I th Hortensia is the name in Italian and in Dutch, but I'm, I'm not 100% sure it's also in English. Maybe I have to find out. Yeah. And what's it clipped to today, please? It's to the, the vines here, the vineyard, the garden. And yeah. I asked you earlier, 
why would it sound different? What was what did you say? Well, the, every plant uh, has dif a different sound. So that's, um, of course, every plant body is different. But also some plants are much closer to, to, um, to actually the plants that are close to humans, that are used to being close to humans. Our experience is, is that they, they have make a lot of music, actually. And uh, and it's funny because the la uh, and other plants sometimes are shy. Also, we 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 translate it, of course, and we anthropomorphize it a little bit like that. But it's really, it really seems to be like that. Like last week, I did a presentation on a school here in Paris, also, and we had diff selected different flowers, and they were they weren't playing at that moment. And I know from experience that the plants are so sensitive to the atmosphere in a, in a place. That's also the first thing that I discovered when I was working with the music of the plants and children, is that the, at first I switched it on and they were doing homework that they didn't like doing. It was actually an English class and they were like, they were arguing a little bit between themselves. And then I started doing choir uh, lesson with them and they started singing. And then all of a sudden I heard ping, 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 ping. and I said, well, what's this? Who's playing? Is somebody using an instrument that I don't see? And I asked them to quiet down and then the plant had started singing. And that was the first time because I thought maybe it's broken, the machine doesn't work. I didn't really know how, knew how I didn't know how it worked at that moment. But then I discovered, wow, this is really funny. And this is what I've been discovering over and over. When I show it to children, and sometimes they start arguing, no, I want first, don't give me it, oh, how does it work? And they just don't play. And then I say, okay, now like plants are sensitive to, to also to our states, of to our emotions. And there are also many subtle energies around the plants that are also very sensitive to, they, they, they are feeling good when we feel good, when we are in a happy state, when we are uh, positive, and when, we, uh, when we're, there's harmony between us. And then I started also last week at the, Paris, at the school year in Paris, I started singing with the children. I said, I said Look, let's start singing a song. Like, let's show our gratitude and our love for the plant before asking something. So we started singing a song together and then they started playing and they responded like immediately also because then they came together and said oh show me show me and then they, the plant stopped again and then we okay let's sing oh and then they sang together and the plant started started playing and it's also because singing for us is also a way to unite if we all sing the same song there is also we are putting ourselves in frequency with each other and this is in in a way that helps us also to get more in frequency with nature that's beautiful. Thank you for saying it like that. That's it's quite emotional to imagine that everything around us, all living plants, um, have these feelings, and they we, we can't hear them unfortunately. And so you're helping to enable that, and it's scientifically proven. You have proven that it's actually this is true. That this is 100% fact-based. Well, the the thing is that um, this is just this is just science. This is like the, the the music that it's coming out. I mean, the fact that you can hear it means that it's that it's working. So it, there is no hidden. It's not a recording of something else. I mean, that's that's no. clear, and um, the. Um, 
it's it's not intended to say like this is the way plants sound because the if you there are also people who maybe record the official sound like the the um, physical sound that trees make but this is to when you listen to this music of the plants is as you said before it's not the kind of music that humans make it's, it sounds different and it's also it's, it's a different logic and that's actually the the thing which is it's moving people i think when you listen to it you recognize that it's something different you recognize like the the characteristic of nature in it and this is reawakening inside of you a feeling of knowing of belonging to nature and and, and because music is something which is close to us and i think that's the power of the music of the plants there is the possibility to hear the melodies of nature. There are nature people um, that um, work with melodies they hear from the plants. And this is something that as a singer I started becoming interested in. So this is like a sort of parallel research that I've been doing. And this also led to the development of a different device because this is a this is a device which gives one melody and a simple melody and it's a device which is also People can also buy a device like this and have it in their house, so it's very close to people in that sense. But um, there's another device that I started developing with other musicians that's creating a whole soundscape of nature, because that's also my personal experience of how nature really sounds. There's sort of like a three-dimensional symphony orchestra going on around us. and we. I am sure that there has been a time that we all knew how to hear that, but we are not used to that anymore. There's a shaman, like a medicine woman, that taught me how to hear the music of the real melodies of the plants. Because I asked her at a certain point when I was, I was living in a forest and I was dedicating a lot of time and I started studying different methods to communicate with nature, different methods that shamans um, study and communicate with nature. and. I, I also, in the community that I live, uh, the the founder of our community also gave us indications on how to communicate with nature and I studied them and I became a teacher of it myself, so I really went deep into that. And then I asked the shaman, like, how do you hear the melodies of nature? Because I'm starting to intuit that there's actually music in nature. And then she said, oh yes, we have a technique for that. And she said, okay, you go to a plant, you lie down on the floor, and then you listen and then you hear it. <laughs> so it was very simple and, and things are very simple like that in nature communication but it's everything comes down to using our senses and that's also with the telephone first you offer something to nature it's like instead of putting a quarter in the phone you offer something you admire you express your gratitude you sing a song for nature you give something from your heart and in the end offering and receiving is so much linked so I'm not even sure where it begins because when you offer something, you open your heart and you receive love and you're connecting yourself with love and it connects you already with nature in that way. And then the second step of the earth telephone is the the buttons which uh, represent our senses. We start looking and we use the sense of sight and by using the sense of sight and concentrating on all the colors of the leaves, 
we are putting that part of our body which we have like this amazing machine this magical machine that we have that we just use so little actually we activate our capacities and then we watch and then this next step is feeling it with your hands and you start feeling the bark and the leaves and you put also that part of yourself in frequency with the tree with the plant that you want to listen to then you are smelling and also when you inhale the the biological the chemical structures of a plant you are distributing it in your body and you're automatically putting yourself also in frequency because we are like that we we are in we, we put ourselves in frequency with the things around us and then you taste you can taste the bark or the leaves or just the air around you by opening your mouth a little bit and then the last step is listening and so you can also put your ear to the bark of a tree and then normally in our me method of communication in Damaner we listen until we can hear our own heartbeats and when we hear our own heartbeat it's like a sign that we have that we've closed the loop and that we are in contact and we are ready for a conversation with the tree and this also in this telephone the last step is listening and when you feel that you've activated your senses you can take up the the receiver and you listen to the music of the plants. And then at that moment you're so open and then the music of the plants is making this like illogical kind of ding, 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 ding. And it's just putting in a different way of using your brain. And then when you feel that you really like, oh, I'm feeling really in frequency and my most people experience deep peace and love and gratitude, then you can open a conversation inside of yourself. You can say something to the earth, you can listen, you can ask a question. And there's so much wisdom in plants. And if you reach that point, which is actually really easy to do, you just need to take your time. You can really ask also advice to a plant and to a tree for yourself, for your community, for something in your work, for something that you would like to offer to the earth. And nature is, has like a totally different logic than us. And you can say, oh, you are being so silly in this one. You just like look at from, from it to it from a totally different perspective. And, and that's like the power of nature communication. It's quite fantastic. Thank you for explaining that so well. You said that you wished you had been able to attach the dragon clip to the tree instead. Yeah. Why was that? Well, the maple tree, this is the, I, I was, there's a beautiful maple tree here in the Jardin Catherine Labouret. And we, we identified this garden because it's one of the few gardens where people actually can sit on the grass because there are other parks in Paris and you can watch from a distance to the trees and so on, but you can only walk on the roads. And uh, so this is like a, a park where there is also an association for, to cultivate your own vegetables and your own plants and they they grow also they have like a space here where they they have strawberries grow and so on. and the people from the from the city they have a moment to really to connect to nature in in his in its core function and this tree as you will find actually in every territory there's there's often one tree who's like the deacon who's like the mother of the of the territory and it's it's an, an important point of reference for the rest of the park also the rest of the territory and it's when you are close to this tree you can feel it like 
Uh, it's often the oldest tree. And uh, if you want to speak to the park, you speak to the tree. And uh, that's why we chose this this uh, maple tree because you can feel like oh yeah here's this is the this is actually the perfect way to connect the telephone if you want to speak to the park you speak to to the tree so um, we also when we are in the aura of the tree we are sitting in the aura of the tree because the the thing that we see from a tree is actually only the skeleton the whole energetic field around the tree is the aura which is almost as wide as the, as the height of a tree generally and then you can already communicate and you put yourself in frequency so also the tree the the plants that grow in the aura of the tree are in frequency very much with the maple tree so for logistical reasons since the tree is old and big and beautiful i couldn't reach the leaves of the tree not yet maybe i'll find a way and um, but i that i thought it was beautiful also really to make the tree sing but it's also it's, it's also beautiful to we are already with our intention we are already close to the tree and and that's the most important thing also in the communication is our intention with our heart to communicate. You've made me wonder about the poor trees and all the forests in the Amazon and all around the world being failed. I guess they're either screaming out in pain or they're silent. They must be very sad. So it's interesting that perhaps with the people, maybe the trees realize that people are happy and they can feel the positivity and they're putting out some good, good, good sounds, as it were. Yeah, it's actually, it's um, uh, the trees we call often the antennas of the earth. We're not the only ones who said that. Also other, like Steiner speaks also about, like, about the hair of the, of the earth. Um, that, and the, the trees are also antennas because they send out, out also messages into the universe. This is actually something that we... Um, in the community that I'm, that I'm from and also in other um, other ways, other uh, nature people believe that uh, the trees are also messengers and when there is like the solstices which is in the, tw in the tw 21st of June and the 21st of December these are moments when there is big shifts in, in nature and these are moments when like the trees are sending out signals also on uh, on on what the frequency of the earth is so so that's also that's also in that way their antennas it seems that you're interested acoustically in um <coughs> giving the plants the trees a voice as it were but could you use color as well is there any any other mediums that you could use because i guess if you can use electrical signals to make different different sounds you could also use the electrical signals to change color as well so you could combine those together to make it more visual Yes, 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 absolutely. The, it's um, it is uh, it's definitely possible to use also the colors. It's um, it's something that we have spoken of often to uh, use also uh, colors in like in in a cabin. From the other, we haven't chosen for for that yet so far. Also, to when we are activate all our senses, we don't want to um, give too many uh, external. In the end, maybe also artificial colors and to 
to maybe um, saturate our senses with um, with with colors that are in the end a trans electrical translation from nature. Nature is so rich in its own colors that uh, maybe one thing at a time is is it's enough. To, uh, but I, it's definitely possible because everybody has a different preferred channel. So, and also of course not everybody has the capacity to hear. So. Um, Good point. Well, these people have stopped and you've got a friend translating into yeah. French um, because you're a very good English speaker, mm. but you don't speak um, no, fluently. No, I, I used to speak better French, but since I moved to Italy, I'm, I'm now, uh, I live in Italy since 10 years and these languages are so similar and every time I sp start to speak French, like all the Italian words come up. So. <laughs> very good. Um, so... You're presumably you're hoping to educate and inspire people here with your Earth Telephone. Um, what are you hoping um, to come from this in the future, please? Um, I hope um, uh, for this to be part of um, an educational system. Also, like in this week, I have uh, started uh, this project presenting at a school with story and music also a story about it's called Thomas and the Flower Telephone and there's also music to it and it speaks about a little boy who actually reawakens his knowledge his, his awareness of uh, of the intelligence of nature and um, it's something which we are it's so natural to us to be connected to nature and I think when we're little children we don't even ask ourselves if we can speak with a flower or with a tree but we grow up because it's not in our culture and we don't see the examples around us we grow up forgetting a little bit about it and we don't keep training that muscle so what I hope also with the uh, earth telephone is to to become uh, inserted in a in a school program where we can keep this sense alive for future generations, that the, that the generations after us keep this muscle trained so that we can communicate with nature. And in, in my experience, uh, once we make this connection with nature, to know that all plants uh, perceive us and how intelligent they are, and that when we have a problem, we can go to a tree and ask for advice, it's like our great-great-grandmother that we're speaking with, or our great-great-grandfather, and there is so much love and respect, then it cannot, have, it cannot be different than that we can change our habits and our choices to become better um, patrons of the earth, better be caregivers and... Uh, for the earth, so that's that's the it's beautiful, final really better people all around, better yeah. uh, caretakers, as you said, for yeah. the earth, yeah, but more aware. Yeah. Um, and also, people leaving here having heard the sound, um, physically, how are you trying to manifest? Are you trying to manifest any change in the future as well? Are you, are you wanting people to maybe plant more trees or grow more plants? Well. The, um, I think that um, this will go in a natural way 
like life is 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 flowing through a plant and and, and a tree and a plant it's not like they have like a of course they have like the archetype of a rose nose like has like the blueprint of what a rose should be like so this is like he knows inside of himself that that is a rose and he, if a rose would pretend to be a daisy it would become very like crooked and so on we are maybe one of the few species who don't really remember who we are and we try to be somebody else and, and we get into trouble and and, and and this is what we can learn from nature that we can just go back to who we are and that's that's enough that's perfect and i think this is also this is also what i intend with this this art project it's enough to just become who we are and we know who we are when we look inside of us and we connect to nature and then our actions will be based on that knowing of, of, of union, not only with plants, but also with other people. And then our choices will automatically change. And of course, there's like at this moment, all kinds of ways to say like, okay, we should uh, uh, shift, we should separate our waste, or we should have no waste at all, or we should all grow our own plants, or we should plant more trees, or we should have electric cars instead of. But it's all something that we have come up with until now with our minds. And some people have come up with very clever, beautiful ideas. But if we continue in uniting us with nature, we will have the most fantastic ideas, things that we cannot imagine even now. Another project that I'm working on is, for instance, a flower shower. And this is some something else that I've been thinking of because like a lot of people who are into nature contact they create flower showers for themselves also plant showers they collect communicating with plants they collect plants and they ask plants if they want to be part of a bath that can cleanse energies not only of yourself but you can also make a flower shower for somebody else because our own energetic field is so so distorted also with every all the things around us with all the wi-fi's and all the negative thoughts about ourselves and we are surrounding ourselves in clutter is how the same as we clutter our houses it's also representing how we clutter ourselves and the plants are this is also another gift of the plants they can cleanse our energetic field and that's why we feel so good when we're going for a walk in nature because they automatically the plants start cleansing our energy and our thoughts change and we think wow this is so wonderful this is the effects of the cleansing power of plants so what um, cer certain healers who heal with nature do is make these flower baths and they ask the plants would you like to collaborate and plants say yes I would and then they change the substance of their leaves so that their medicine becomes more powerful this is also something that shamans do but our western herbalist, uh, herbalists don't use this logic anymore but this is actually something which is proven in science these days that plants change their 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 leaves because they are aware of what's going on so you ask would you like to collaborate yes i would and then you take a flower or a leaf and you thank them you offer something before you do that and then you make it into uh, water and you can sprinkle this water for somebody else, also in expressing your intentions for health and well-being for the other person or for yourself. You can also do it for yourself. You say, plants, I would like to cleanse myself because I want to be more at service 
for the earth or for the, or whatever your talent is i would like to be as kind as possible working in the bakery tomorrow to really give people and I will, i'm going to make the bread for the people to eat and it's so you know whatever i make the most beautiful software programs whatever your passion or your talent is you can ask plants to 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 cleanse you to be the best version of yourself in order to be more at surface so the flower shower is another project that i can imagine that in the future maybe we have flower showers in, in cities in parks in in our own houses in order to every day start with in being aware of our connection with nature expressing our gratitude becoming more at home in ourselves to be more at service to the others that's so beautiful wow that's blown my mind yeah it's a lovely idea and when you when you communicate with the flowers is it uh, do you verbalize that do you speak with them verbally or do you just uh, think with your thoughts with your with your silently with your mind well um, that's very personal for everybody because uh, some people are much more visual and others are more uh, they are using really like words and other thoughts uh, for me it's uh, I'm more like personally it's like more conceptual thoughts that that come uh, to me the most actually so uh, it's a sort of knowing that because those thoughts are putting out the same electric signals that the plants are yeah, yeah the, the plants are, are perceiving our thoughts it's uh, it's a, it's our thoughts have a sort of uh, sort of uh, frequency also. We can measure our own uh, frequency. This is also something which is uh, uh, also s like with um, with a new uh, kind of uh, the quantum biology and the kind of uh, new uh, scientific researches that are. If you have a certain thought, also you go you have a different kind of brainwave, and uh, so you can measure if somebody is in the state of gratitude and bliss or if somebody is in a state of fear it's, it's something you can that's measure. interesting so yeah. what's what works for plants also works for humans have you tried listening to humans yes well i actually uh i listen a lot to humans i noticed at a certain point that i also listen to humans without be realizing it and we all do because we automatically um we automatically listen to other people around us and actually the the frequency that we emit attracts others which have the same frequency so if we have like a certain if at a certain point we notice that a lot of people around us are complaining we should ask ourselves what am i doing lately you know and when you're meeting a lot of people who are maybe happy and you think oh yeah it's also i'm actually really in a good place also myself and if you want to change something you can immediately start changing your own frequency and you will attract other frequencies also wonderful thank you is there anything that i haven't asked you that you would like to add and do you have a message for people listening that you feel really strongly about well just take a, a second for that because that's a really beautiful and, and relevant question. Well, I trust that you've asked all the all the things uh, that uh, that are important and 
Um, I can maybe just connect for a moment to uh, to the tree here, and if there's some inspiration and wisdom that uh, I'm overlooking. Well, I think that um, what what um, this moment of contemplation now reminds me is um, the mo one of the most important lessons I think that nature can teach us is that we are all united as nature is united there's like this big network underground which connects everything and also through the through the through the air and this is something that we can learn because a plant has its individuality as we said before if you connect the earth telephone to uh, one plant rather than another you will hear a different melody so they are individuals sometimes they're shy sometimes they're uh, very talkative and so there's individuality but a plant has no doubt of being part of the whole and i think that would be my wish for for people and for the world actually at this moment that we realize that we are all connected and it's so silly to hurt something and somebody because we're hurting ourselves and um, I think that's that's important and it's also important with the the all the what you mentioned earlier like in the Amazon or in other parts of the world that we are not taking care of, of nature we are so much dis destroying ourselves and uh, luckily nature is very resilient and uh, if we continue like that according to me um, we are ex we are like the human race will probably be extinct before the earth will be extinct and taking care of the earth is also um, a reflection of learning to take care of ourselves and it works both ways Okay, I've just turned the gain up on my Zoom microphone audio recorder and I can hold it to the uh, the handset of the telephone here and we can actually hear the sounds that are being made, which is really exciting.
Okay, I've turned the gain down. Um, that is just astounding. I was listening to that as I was recording it. I've got some earphones plugged into my recorder. Um, it's interesting how quickly the notes stop all of a sudden. Almost like the feeling in the plant suddenly ends very quickly and then it starts again. And it was really quite melodic. There was no uh, pattern to it like a normal song. But obviously this is not noise that the plant is making. We're just, uh, sorry, um, Siegler is uh, turning the electronic impulses into, uh, into sounds so we can understand that they are making these signals, some high, some low. Um, but it's not b because, I mean, I don't really know if uh, a high-pitched sound is a sound of being happier. If it's if it's uh, if we're talking about emotion, um, you know, this is a big thing. Is it emotion that we're hearing? And is a high-pitched sound a happier sound? That's because we, that's what we give it. That's what that's how we feel as humans. Um, and I feel like I could almost go down a, a rabbit hole with this um, because there's so much to it. But it's interesting, um, I'm seeing the dragon clip that's attached quite a long way away, probably six or seven feet away from a telephone itself, and there's an earth that goes into the ground. But when I'm looking at the vines overhead and tracing where the actual system is that goes into the ground where the root system is, and it's quite a long way away, there's one stem coming out of the ground, and uh, they've been... Um, uh, woven overhead onto a metal frame that goes over the walkway so they're quite high above us. Um, it's a really beautiful setting. There's children playing in the park. Um, there are adults sitting around watching and talking. There were some balloons with a party in the distance. I can see some raspberries that are growing here. Um, obviously not quite ready yet. I can see a couple of ones that look like they nearly are. Um, it's a really fantastic setting and what Siegler is doing is is very special um, if you think about um, giving audio to every single plant around that would be a symphony that would be many different sounds if every plant makes a different sound and of course if they're um, expressing emotion as well and they're reacting to what humans are reacting to around them which is what Siegler was describing earlier. It's quite an amazing moment. Um, I was talking with her about Glenn, who did audio treescapes in a previous Positive Futures issue, and how he was concerned with how people relate to trees around them. Um, but it was an external sound. It was listening to everything in a treescape. But this is actually sounds emitted by the plant itself yes Glenn was listening to the sap rising in trees which is quite similar but you're li listening to the physical sound you're not actually giving it your own sound so anyway what I want to reiterate is the machine the bamboo machine 
which is uh, the trade name, um, the trademark name of the device that Siegler was using. It's not a recording. This is not a pre-recording um, of sound. This is a live. This is a live soundscape, um, which I was recording just now, and it's still making sound now, and it always will be. And um, a family, another family, has stopped, and a child is listening to the sounds. Um, but I don't think anybody really grasps fully what is happening. Um, we're quite interested in visually the Hessian sack with the little graphic icons on and picking up the telephone. And even that in itself is quite unique because nobody has these handsets anymore. Even if you do have a landline, you have one that's normally battery powered and uh, without any wires. But this is a very old fashioned one with a, a cord attached to it. Um, so Siegler has stood up again and is explaining in her French what is happening and people are smiling and, and seem interested but whether or not it will make a difference in the future I don't know I guess people will think about it but it won't probably directly affect them um, immediately um, and that's the challenge that we all face as artists and um, what to do with our our work and how to to make it um, make a difference in the future okay I'll shut up now um, hopefully people listening to this will be interested and actually I need to make a Positive Futures podcast in future every day of um, this work because it's so fascinating.